I'm Jeffrey Wright, and you're listening to Mission Daily. Selected as best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mission Daily. This is your host, Chad Grills. I'm sadly a bit sleep deprived today in sleep week. I think that's a travesty, but I am ready to kick things in high gear with my host, Stephanie Postles. Steph, what's up? Not much. Sleep deprived? Yeah. What happened? I, I don't know. This I've been, was I've the been week. trying to catch yeah, yeah, I've been trying to catch up on it. And uh the last couple of nights were just tricky to fall asleep. A lot going on. Lot did going you on. go did you use any of our tools and tips? Yes. Which one? Yes. So I've stepped down caffeine. I've been stepping down for the last couple of days. That's good. I have reduced the temperature in the room. Mm-hmm. We just had our windows open at night and that has helped a lot. And yeah, I guess the next step is to just keep stepping down uh, from caffeine. Yep. But yeah. Do you want to know a fun thing I started doing, which I don't know if you noticed? No. What's that? So I have, you know, I have the window open next to our bed Yeah. on my side. And then I put a thing of lavender, dried lavender in the flower pot. And so the wind hits the lavender and comes and gives me a delightful scent. Very, very Each time crafty. throughout the night. I like it. Don't be jealous. And don't be taking my lavender over to your side of bed. <laughs> That's mine. I wasn't planning on it, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a tough last couple of days. So for everyone who's listening, you know, Grayson just turned one. And we've had my mom who came out to live with us in our guest room and help out with taking care of Grayson during the week and just doing so many different activities with him. And that's been a real blessing. But it was sad a couple of days ago because she left to go back home to Maryland where her and my dad still live. Hopefully they'll be out and be full-time Californians soon. Hope we'll, so. we'll keep everyone updated. But that was just, that was really challenging. So we had Grayson's doing great. And a lot of it was due to all of the effort that my mom put in over the last year, which is, uh, I would say, I would call it painstaking effort where I don't think I've ever seen someone who was so proactive and involved in ensuring somebody was learning and, mm-hmm. you know. Your mom needs her own little school for babies or kids under one. Yeah. I mean, the results are in Grayson's one year checkup where, what did the doctor say when they, they did the test? Oh, so funny. So I said, oh, Grayson knows how to show, show me his tongue and show me uh, his toes and his nose. And she was like, oh. Okay, like, you know, I've never seen a one-year-old do that before. And I think she called him precocious or something if he was able to do that. I don't know. I was like, all right, big word lady trying to trip me up. (laughs) And I was like, okay, Grayson, show me your nose. And he did it. And I said, stick out your tongue. And he did it. And I was like, okay, where are your toes? And he did it. So he's great. It's really exciting. And I feel like it's the result, though, of a lot of hard work. And that's the thing I I just want to stress is that you know, if you don't know the limits and if you don't know what is supposedly achievable, that can be a huge advantage because, you know, I think you just fall into a trap when you start thinking that this isn't the average age for doing something. Well, why is that? Why, what if it could be different? And it almost always can be different with the right inputs or yeah, with the right knowledge or information. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would just encourage everybody to just redefine what is possible or what most people do it's just like the four minute mile. There's how many four minute miles are around you right now 
that are either invisible or you haven't discovered them yet that you can break. I think that they're everywhere for most people, but they're just really hard to uh, to find sometimes. Yeah. And I think also being willing to learn from people who you know, have had a whole lifetime of experience or have thought back to what they could have done differently and being okay to let them come in and kind of show you. And yeah. I mean, in my case, show me how to be a mom or how to set up, you know, different games for him or do things for him that I honestly would not have thought of. I mean, every yeah. morning we we hide this little elephant for him, but your mom started that game. And so things like that, I think you have to be okay with letting someone come in and kind of tell you, you know, here are some ideas that you probably should do because he loves them and he's learning. And I think that was something uh, that was a big mindset shift for me of, you know, it might be my son, but sometimes other people have better ideas. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people have done this before. So, you and know, look to those people who have. I think in, so this is a really, really important lesson. I, I want to bring it up because, so my mom is very, uh, she's not very outspoken and she never is one to brag about how much she has researched or looked into something, but she's done a ton of research. I know mm-hmm. she did prior to having me and I'm an only child, but she did a ton of research during and after and she has continued to do a lot of research into uh, early childhood education and development. And I think that, but she doesn't have a formal degree in those things, but it doesn't mean that she doesn't have top 0.01% of knowledge in the field, uh, something along those lines. So I think it's really important to recognize someone who doesn't have the exact formal credentials as being an expert. And so if you know somebody has researched something more than you, default to them for decisions, ask them for advice, ask them for help, uh, because oftentimes that experience is just priceless. And seeing the fact that Grayson's so far ahead of where I was developmentally is really, really exciting. Yeah, it's um, great. Yeah. All right. So we got to pivot back to our sleep week episode because this is the... And sorry for the tangent, everyone that's <laughs> like, give me those sleep tips. <laughs> we're coming, we're coming. <laughs> so this is our part two. But let us know if you like tips. that. Yeah, let us oh, know yeah. if, if you want us to share more of the behind the scenes stories and stuff like that. Always happy to do that. But you all let us know if we're doing too little or too much. All right. So the next sleep tip to tie into the previous episode where we had our part one, I'll kick it off with something that I really like because we do it for Grayson and we started doing it for ourselves is having sleep sounds. So having, you know, relaxing piano music, lullabies, things like that. I mean, it can be white noise at night. But during and and before dinner too, starting the uh, kind of mellow, relaxing, low-key music, I think is awesome. Yeah. And that has shown to be um, a game changer, at least, you know, for Grayson, setting that up, getting his mind ready, like getting him in that routine of like nice music's playing. I'm going to sit and relax. And um, I feel like it's been really helpful for us too to have that. It has. And any type of bedtime routine that you can develop is going to help. Yeah. Make it easier to fall asleep. If there's many, if there are many cues that your body associates with getting ready for sleep, uh, I think that you'll find that those can be very, very comforting. And if you struggle with anxiety, they can be a powerful thing to do beforehand. Yep. And the one um, station that I like is on Spotify and we have a Google home. So we say, okay, Google play baby lullaby. And it has to say baby lullaby on Spotify, but it's really nice, relaxing piano music except there's this one song about halfway through it goes into like white noise and it's kind of scary so you're like listening to this nice music and then that'll come on so you have to skip past that but the whole all the other ones are great so try it out okay 
And there's basically just one tip I, I want to share with everyone that is going to be a massive game changer. And that is, it's how do you deal with the afternoon slump? So the afternoon slump is something that a lot of people are familiar with. It's basically the time when your caffeine can be wearing off, where your blood sugar is either spiking or just crashed after lunch. And it's very, very tempting to reach for some type of uh, supplement or drink with caffeine in it. So there are a couple things to do here. If you're accustomed to drinking coffee in the afternoon, you can switch to tea. So uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you would see a recent Twitter exchange where Ian thought the episode was about him. He was kind of like, you know, joking around with us. He thought that we might be giving him a hard time because he uh, has had really a tough time sleeping over the last year. But and, what was the tweet? You put out a tweet that he thought was about him. Oh, he I mean, he was just messing around. But uh, so he said something about like, this isn't about me, is it? Like, and he said, is this and then about Terry, me or? And then Terry Crail, who <laughs> we interviewed, uh, jumped in, was like, yes, as a matter of fact, it is. I was like, what? <laughs> but what like, it didn't come, say like, that if you're on, trying don't, to like. Don't throw, don't throw me under the bus, Terry. She did throw you under the bus. But you kind no, of no, said just, you had a awesome. quote from her book, right? Maybe that said you can't try and argue with a sleep deprived person or something like that. Oh, so yeah. Trying, to, trying also... to reason with a sleep deprived yeah. person is uh, challenging. And Ian was yeah. just messing around. But so one of the practices that Ian started was when he gets to the afternoon slump, just instead of coffee, try tea. And it sounds so simple, but if you're not a tea person, just try more kinds. And that's the kind of like first step. And if you want to take it to the next level, this is something that has been so powerful for me, which is take a shot of apple cider vinegar, and this will normalize your blood sugar. And you'll actually find yourself completely awake after you take a shot of this apple cider vinegar. So organic apple cider vinegar, preferably. I think it's what Aristotle referred to as kind of like the foundation of medicine. And mm. he had you know, recommended apple cider vinegar for many things. And I think people are just now starting to rediscover so many of the, the health benefits of it. So have a good chaser after that one. Though. A good chaser, <laughs> protect your teeth enamel by using a straw. And Ugh. having, make sure that you have a chaser that is low sugar. So you don't want to have a chaser that is just going to spike your blood sugar or like, you know, don't, if you know, ideally don't drink orange juice or something with it, but yeah, find a chaser for it. And I'm going to get back into this because this is something that you instantly feel more awake and it can help based on what your body's pH is. It can help uh, normalize that. And having a healthy pH is vital to for your health for sleeping for everything and if you want to get a sense of where your ph is uh you can get ph strips which you test with your pee so did have you tried that yes. out yet yeah how was your ph it's great oh i want to try yeah it's great thanks to so i i drink uh, alkalinized water mm -hmm. uh when i can have some lemons and then i'm trying to get back to the apple cider vinegar okay i'm gonna try that but they're, uh, yeah, the strips are on Amazon. I think they're like seven bucks or something pretty reasonable. Hmm. And I think as, t as far as tips go, I really, really want to stress to everyone, explore stepping off caffeine entirely and then get back onto it if you want to, I guess. But give yourself time to really detox and get back to a place where you're dreaming every night, where you can remember some of your dreams or take the plunge and explore lucid dreaming. So the best way to view sleep in a new light is to start exploring lucid dreaming. So in the future, I think that this is going to be something that almost all artists, scientists, inventors do as a way to solve problems. When you're in that state of knowing you're inside a dream, 
you can do very, very interesting things. And you can look at, you're obviously looking at things in, in a whole new way, but lucid dreaming is something that we forget. We forget that that's an option. And so some people say, oh, only certain people can lucid dream, certain people can't. I don't think so. I don't buy that for a second. I think that everyone can do it. It's just a matter of how much practice do you need to wake up in the dream and remember that you're dreaming. So if this is a topic that's interesting for people, it's something I'm very interested in. And we can potentially, if we do another sleep week in the future, we can have a couple episodes exclusively about dreams, how to analyze them and uh, lucid, lucid dreaming. Yeah, we should have someone come on and do a meditation so to put people to sleep. And then they can wake back up while being on our podcast. That's one idea. You just put me asleep with that idea. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm writing that one down for later. It's, uh, it's, it's one idea. I love it. <laughs> All right. So the next one is about sitting too much. So I don't know about you guys, but when I sit for too long, I kind of feel, you know, achy, neck, back, lower back, everything. And oftentimes I'll get in bed and I'll feel like I need to move my feet because they feel like kind of tingly, but like not a good feeling. I just feel uncomfortable and tense. It's restless legs. Yeah, exactly. They didn't get enough exercise throughout the day. I don't know if that's a proven fact or not, but I feel like making sure that you get up and move throughout the day and, you know, really explore a lot of your movements that your body can do helps with sleeping better. I completely agree. So whether that's stretching before bed or in the morning or just a couple times throughout the day, it's something that I think culturally it's tough, right? Because if you're at a workplace that doesn't allow for behaviors that are outside the norm, you're going to have a really hard time doing this. But if you can find a place or go to the gym or try to work out some yoga in the middle of your day, it's definitely going to help your sleep. Yeah. Just finding a reason to get up and move. All right. Next one, having a good mattress and pillow. So yeah, these, these are, it sounds like something that a lot of people would do or already be proactively like, getting <laughs> the right mattress or pillow. But people don't do it. People don't want to spend money and invest in certain areas. And I get it. I get it that money can be tight and it can feel like it doesn't make sense to invest there. But you know, you're going to be using those things for a long time. You're going to spend arguably a third to 40% of your life sleeping. Um, maybe consider starting to invest in those things a bit more. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those things where you lay down at night and you're like, oh, the pillow is not the most comfy, but I'll figure it out sometime in the future. And it's never a priority to jump up the next morning and be like, I'm buying a new pillow. Well, maybe it is for some people, but. Yeah, and I'm going to take some action and get a pillow I like and then reach out to the new new mattress that you tried to stop me from getting. Um, We've had like two new mattresses in the past year and a half. I am taking <laughs> sleep very seriously and I'm willing to invest Uh-oh. aggressively into my sleep. That's for sure. Okay. Well, you can get it. Whatever. You do you. Do what you want. I'm going to check them out more. I think it it might be a, a really, really good fit. I think that you would like them a okay. lot. Yeah. All right. All right. Any final to be tips? Continued. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun. We'll tell you what we end up buying. No, I, I think those are the basics. And uh, yeah, the midday slump is something that if you can really get a handle on that, you'll be so far ahead of where other most people find themselves, basically. All right. Well, we hope you guys liked Sleep Week. If you have any tips that we missed or if it is changing your world by listening to some of these tips and trying them, let us know. We want to hear from you. Yes, we want to hear from you. And we're going to start doing more fan mail, fan messages and any type of inbound that comes in. That's either if it's thoughtful, if it's interesting, we want to read it on air and start answering some of these questions. We have 
a backlog of them that's been building up and we really need to incorporate them into future episodes. So we'll do it. All right. We will see you all next week. See you next week for real talk. I need another sound. See you next week. Mission Daily and all of our podcasts are created with love by our team at mission.org. We own and operate a network of podcasts and a brand and story studio designed to accelerate learning. Our clients include companies like Salesforce, they're a customer times five, Twilio, and Katera who work with us because we produce results. To learn more and get our case studies, check out mission.org slash studios. If you're tired of media and news that promotes fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and if you want an antidote to all that chaos, you're at the right place. Subscribe here and to our daily newsletter at mission.org. Each morning, you'll get a newsletter that will help you start your morning and your day off right. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.